Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Hey, Dana, it's time to kick something. What shall we kick, David? How about some ADHD? Would that be nice? That would be good. So pay attention to me. Stop doing whatever else you're doing and pay attention because today we're talking about multitasking is BS. So I am focused completely on you and I'm, well, I haven't closed all the other tabs, but (laughs) the tab with our document is the only one that's on my screen right now. Excellent. Right. Excellent. I have another screen though. So no, I'm kidding. So yeah, uh, multitasking. This is, um, I actually, I actually had, had this belief a long time ago, thanks to someone that I worked with years ago who, who burst my bubble on multitasking, but I know so many people who think they can do this. Yes. They think they can do this. And especially with ADHD, we're prone to multitasking anyway. It's kind of how we're set up. I was telling you before, and I want to mention this to the listeners, is that I really don't talk about this with clients much anymore because they fight so hard to continue multitasking. They refuse to give it up. Oh, my goodness. And I, you know what? I can understand because I remember how hard it was for me to let it go. And occasionally, if I press a button on one thing and am waiting for it, it's like I could start something else and just yeah. work on something else. Yeah. And we all know what happens. Yes, yes. Well, we may not all know what happens because people with ADHD fight to be able to multitask. We think it's our friend and it is not. Multitasking is your enemy. Yeah. And it actually, it's funny because even in tech, we use the term multitasking because we have these multi-threaded cores and processors and stuff. But you know what? But it's not. No, not even computers can multitask. No, computers can't multitask. They have to stop whatever they're doing and switch to the next thing. So it's actually switch. Task switching is what's really going on. It's task switching. It's not multitasking. Yeah. And then we don't know. Well, I don't want to step on the actual content, but but this is this is a, a thing that we all like the ADHD folks among us. <laughs> we all yeah. we all think that we're good at this and we yeah. think we're being more efficient and we think we think we're like just more productive than everybody else because we can do five things at once. Yeah, but we really can't. No. We can try, but we can't. So let's talk about the problem. Yeah. And the first thing I want everybody to do is accept is to stop accepting that multitasking is okay and okay. that it's working for us because it's not. It is really doesn't work for you. And part of your homework from this call this week is going to start to pay attention. What really goes on when you're multitasking? Because with ADHD's normal impulsivity and normal distractibility, we are prone to multitasking anyway not being able to sit still is prone to distraction and prone to multitasking anyway so our busy brains are already multitasking yeah probably more than most people's are yeah do you so 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 i think we should clarify what we mean here though because like when we when we're talking about multitasking we're talking about literally thinking i can 
you know, have this one thing going right here and also be texting someone or messaging, some, you know, answering an email. But while I'm also we're not talking yeah. about things like fidgeting, right, where, we're, where we no. maybe. We, OK, no, we're not. We're, so we're actually talking about and, and I'll go into the definitions more in a, in a few minutes. Oh, good. OK, cool. Um, I'm getting yeah, ahead. But, I apologize. <laughs> no, that that's OK, because if you have the question. Other people have the question. So yeah. it's actually, there's different levels of it, but it's act, multitasking the way we're looking at it is actually trying to do two things at the same time that take similar brain power. Right. Right. Okay. That's a great way to look at it. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. 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 So because I so can fidget it, and I don't, or I can have right. music playing that I, that I don't right. have to pay attention to, but it still stimulates somehow and it does, right. it's not actually multitasking. Yeah. And you got to, pay attention that's what we need to pay attention to for yeah. example i sometimes try to listen to a podcast while i am working i cannot do that same S some music i can't listen to while i'm working because it gets in my brain it's requiring attention and it's distracting to me other music is just fantastic yeah you know for while a while i i would i eliminated any music with vocals if i were trying to work because the vocals would distract me you, you know the lyrics but yes. what I found is that there are some pieces of music, albums even, that I've known for so long that I can play them and the lyrics do not distract me at all. Um, yes. And there's some instrumental music that's so interesting that I get distracted by it because yes. I'm a musician. <laughs> yeah. So there is no cut and dry on this. You've got to pay attention. Yeah. You have to pay. And that makes it interesting. Sure. So it's, it, and I, I don't want to get ahead too much, but it's in the moment paying attention is this distracting me or is it helping me yeah and that's what that's what we need to be looking looking at um so accept the fact that our busy brains are already multitasking because they are when i think about me and when we just picked this this uh topic last week i i started to pay attention this week so oh. i realized my brain always has two things two tracks playing already i've got whatever com conversation is going and you know the mental chatter and then i also have what i call dana radio which is i always have a song playing in my head there's always yes. music playing in the background in my head i am the same and, way yeah yeah and and i don't know if everybody with adhd is like that i like you i'm very musical i'm a singer right. and so that is um so there's always a song going so there's already yeah. a lot going on in there. And then we add whatever we're trying to focus on to that. And there yeah. is where things start to pile up and can it can be problematic. We are naturally distracted. We're naturally um, impulsive. And we believe deep down that multitasking makes us more efficient, that we're really good at it, that we can do multiple things at one time. And that is just BS. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got to stop thinking of it in those terms. We have to really accept the fact that what we're doing is literally moving from one thing to some completely something different. And we're losing time and and context and things yeah. in, in that process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so there here's the thing. And this is why people fight to multitask, David, is 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 they think, well, I'm getting a bunch of stuff done at one time. And that's making me more efficient, but it's not. Multitasking is actually inefficient. It's ineffective. It takes more time to do it because your, yeah. your brain has to stop what it's doing and switch to, to the new thing. 
And that takes seconds. And then you have to get back on track again, which takes seconds and time. And sometimes it's minutes when you're trying to get back into the flow of whatever you were working on. Yeah. And sometimes it's like a lot of minutes, especially yeah. like if I'm working on a tech problem, the, the, you know, I've dived in and I used to describe this as I've like built a house of cards to get me to where I am right now so I can actually work on the thing. And somebody could come in and interrupt me with a question and poof, there goes the house of cards. And it can take me an hour sometimes to rebuild that thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and people and people, uh, tech people that I've worked with over the years, that's a common problem that we really have to figure out solutions for. Okay. Um, yeah. So really think of it that you're not multitasking, you're task switching. So there's ramp down, ramp up, and your brain has to do that. It has to accept the new rules of whatever it is you're doing. It has to accept the new situation and reality of what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So besides taking up time, multitasking is also really stressful. Yes. It causes anxiety because we're trying to focus and do something. And for us to get into that focus and to be able to do something is hard to begin with. Isn't and it? then you're switching. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like literally telling your brain and body like, hey, let's make this harder. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's make yeah. it harder. Let's mm. make it harder. Harder. Um, it reduces our short-term memory. One of the things about memory, and ADHD has such memory problems, short-term memory, is because to be remember something, you have to pay attention. Yes, you do. So to get it from our short-term memory from where it first happens deep into the long-term memory in our brain, we have got to be paying attention to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And when you're multitasking, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's absolutely true. I've noticed this so much with myself. And I think, you know, when we talk about reducing short-term memory, it's also the case, I don't know if you've seen this, there are studies that show that just processing a lot of email, which email itself is a lot of task switching, yep, has been shown to lower people's IQ. Yeah. I saw that. It, like, I, yeah. I was doing some some research in, on this, and 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 there's a lot of data out there about what this does. It, what was the one number I saw? It can reduce your IQ by ten points. Yeah, by ten points, literally by yeah. ten points. And there are other studies that show that even just the presence of a smartphone on a table or a desk. Mm -hmm can do something kind of similar just having it sitting there because yeah. there's that sort you've sort of de dedicated some part of your mind to going is it going to go off am i do i have any notifications can i go yeah. look so like yeah. even just that amount of distraction without actually switching tasks <laughs> is, is enough so yeah. when you actually are switching con you know constantly you're you're, you're killing your short-term memory but you're also actually lowering your total processing capability your actual general right. iq is dropping right Yikes. Right. And your your creativity drops because you yes. can't get in the flow. Your performance is worse. You make more mistakes. Oh, and think about uh, the time it costs you when you have to go back and redo something because you did it right. incorrectly the first time. Right. Right. Yikes. So it's it really is it it is hammering us in so many ways. And believe me, David, we can screw ourselves up enough without doing it even more. Oh, my gosh. It is so true. It is so true. All right. So everybody listening, repeat after me. Multitasking is my enemy. Multitasking is my enemy. All right. Good. See, All I'm right. listening. 
excellent. I'm yeah. glad and remember yes. that. Sink that down into your <laughs> into yes. your deep memory banks. <laughs> Multitasking is my enemy. Yeah. So, David, I had when we talked about this last week, I had a just it's a silly example of multitasking. Um, the the morning we recorded last week, I was um, I was making coffee and I was texting at the same time. Okay. And I always have lemon water in the morning, a glass of lemon, warm lemon water before I have anything else. It's just one of those things. And um, I actually squeezed the lemon into the coffee, into the French press with the coffee. <laughs> oh, in it. no. Oh, no. I think you told me this. I don't know I if it did. was on our recording or not, but, I, but yes, no, I, you wasn't. did. You told me this story, and I was like, no, that, that ruined the entire. Carafe, oh. the French press of coffee. Oh, it was awful. I thought, okay, Dane, you can do this. You can drink this and just let's see what happens. Lemon no, no, no. and coffee is not a good combination. No, coffee is so acidic already. But I thought so it was already. so yeah. funny because it was just classic multitasking. I can text and do this at the same time. Right, right. That's yeah. when, that's when it, those kinds of moments, which I do those when I'm not actually working, working, but I'll do something like what you just said. And that's that's one of those moments where like later... I'm looking for an object. It could be my coffee cup, right? Or, or something, my phone. And, you know, where is it? You check all the normal and you find it in the fridge you yeah. know, or oh, the yeah. freezer or, or yeah. like, you know, you know, you know, like, like this does not belong here. Well, how did that end up? Because I was multitasking. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. okay. So, so every, you know, we all have stories about this and, and my lemon water and the co- lemon and the coffee is, is a silly one, but for work, it can be mistakes. It can be slow on projects. It can be delayed productivity. It can be getting trouble and missing deadlines. It can be all kinds oh, of problems. Yikes. And that's those what are, we want to avoid. Just hearing you rattle those off, or, that's all stressful. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's so many of those things. Yes. Yikes. Okay. So, I want to share a book with you that I love, and please, nobody look this up now. We'll, we'll mention it at the end of the pod. It's David Crenshaw's The Myth of Multitasking. I don't know if you can see. I it's, can see it. It's a little it. book. I it's wish our listeners book. could see it. Yeah, it's, it is. It looks like, uh, like yeah. David like Crenshaw's easily digestible. The Myth of Multitasking. It is. Okay. <clears throat> How Doing It All Gets Nothing Done. And it's one of those books where he's written it in like the story form where he goes into this, he's a consultant and goes into this woman's office and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So it's really easy, but it's got some fantastic points in here. Fantastic points. I, I have never read that, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to... Yeah. After the episode's over, I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to I'm going to place an order, but not now. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so he breaks it down into three types of multitasking, and there are other types as well, but we're going to focus on this because these are the big ones. Okay. So there's active multitasking, and that's where you initiate the switch. Anytime okay. you are making the switch to something that takes a similar amount of attention that you were paying to whatever you were doing before. Okay. So you're working on a project. I'm writing a blog and I check my I decide to check my email or I send a text message or I decide to make a call or I decide to check the weather or something. Or you maybe if you're using instant messenger at work, which a lot of companies do, they're using yes. Slack and whatever, which I think is the devil's spawn frankly oh there we're not going to get sponsorship from slack now are we um anyway they send so you may as as, (laughs) 
He's not paying any attention to me. No, I was thinking about my last podcast that I produced for for a couple years. It was a marketing podcast. I did a whole episode on them, and they didn't sponsor us. So I don't mind talking negatively about them now. Oh, okay. Okay. So, or, yeah, so you may um, have to send a Slack message or something. So that's the act of multitasking, that you are initiating it. All right? So we have to pay attention to those. Then there's the passive multitasking that's initiated by someone or something other than you. You get the slack ding. Ding. <laughs> you get the slack ding. You get the the ding that an emails come in or you see the badge on your screen or your phone or whatever. Someone interrupts you, a person interrupts you, which if you're since we're mostly working at home, a, a partner, a child, a cat or a dog, something interrupts you. Um, a call comes in. All right. Yeah. So there's something that's breaking your train of thought. You're working on something, you're concentrating, and it breaks your train of thought. Yeah. And right? you know, Dana, I'm one of those people who for years has hated, hate, 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 hate interruptions. Like I, all of the notification sounds are off on everything. I cannot because it's so frustrating to lose that train of thought. And so if if that's you and you're listening to this, think about how annoying it is when someone else does this to you. But but then just to switch back for a second, actively, to, to the previous category, that's what you're doing to yourself when you actively initiate the switch, yeah. right? You're actually, yeah. but you, because it didn't happen to you, you think you're doing something good, you know, but it, but it's, it's, it's literally not. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. And even other people's, um, their phone message dings and stuff coming in when I'm with them, it's nothing to do with me. It's very, it pulls me off. I can't yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, um, I have one person who listens to this podcast and I love you very much more than anything in the world. And you know, I turn into a raving bitch when my beloved sister's her her phone bings and, it's, oh, no. and it bings all the time and so she has learned if i'm going to be a happy person to be with she's got to turn that off yeah 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 okay mm. so that's the passive so and something else someone else initiates the switch okay and then there's the background tasking where uh-huh. you can actually do two or map or more tasks at one time and when only one really requires attention So maybe it's, I run and listen to podcasts. I can do that. Or folding laundry while you're talking to your kid or watching TV. Okay. And I racked my brain to think of examples that I could do during work of background tasking. I couldn't. Not too much. Right. Right. You, You and I, and probably most of the people that listen to this, we are 10 fingers in a brain. Yeah. That's what we do. Our brain is what is our tool, our machine yeah. that needs to work for us every single day. Yeah, we're, we're and, information people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I cannot open the mail and talk on the phone. I cannot answer emails when I'm a client on a client call. I cannot schedule something when I am writing. You know, I just, and if someone can think of an example, I want to hear it. So the only things that come to mind are there are people that have the fit desk thing where they actually have the desk that raises up and there's a bicycle yeah. seat and they can actually, well, that, right? But, yeah, but that's not, Does yes. It, yeah, I only one requires counts. the attention. Cause, so that, but that's a little bit like what you said, like you can run and yeah. listen to a podcast. So maybe you can write and write about, I've never actually tried that for the record. Um, but the other thing that I like to do if I'm on a phone call, 
I'm like the kid in the family circus who, like, oh. I, I pace all through the house, right? You know, if yeah. I can't, that's what I, one of the things I hate about Zoom. I do too. <laughs> I, I, we, I call yeah. it house walking, office walking. Yeah, if I'm on a phone call, I'm walking. Even on client calls, I'm walking. So so that, to me, that doesn't really count then. So maybe I am. It doesn't make that standard. Yeah, I got you. It doesn't make that standard because that takes absolutely no attention and it actually increases stimulation. It increases attention. Increases attention. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I stand corrected. There are a couple. No, no, it's fine because there are a couple of things. Okay. If you, so it's maybe just moving, but, but, and while you're talking, and if you have a standing desk or a bicycle desk or something. Okay, good. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. But that's background tasking, doing two or more tasks when only one really require, requires attention. And be honest with yourself. Can I talk on the phone and answer my email and be paying oh. attention to the t- person I'm talking to? No, because how many really times have that? you found yourself typing something from the phone call, you know? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yeah. or you say, or you're speaking and you say something that you're trying to type and it's, and they're not related at all. And the person is like, wait, what? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It's just not right. working. You're literally dividing your attention. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So those are the three types, the active, the passive, and then the background tasking. <clears throat> so we've great. already talked about what happens when you're multitasking, that your brain has to shift. Um, The more complicated the task that you were doing is, the longer it takes. So that's to be aware of that. To switch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing we didn't really talk about, and this is, um, it's it's task residue. So you still have the original task in your mind when you're switching to the new one. And even an active switch, an active multitask, when you were initiating it, that is very true. Yeah, it lingers. And, and and this reminds me, Dana, of this of this sort of spatial memory that we have. Mm-hmm. That, that so like you know, I was having a conversation with my daughter a couple of days ago and I was asking her when the last time a certain event had taken place and, and she's like, Well, it was the last time, you know, this and that, whatever and I couldn't remember it at all. And last night we were driving and we drove past a place and I remember we had stopped there and I went, Oh yeah, I remember when that happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It it, it it so so like if you the, the thing is that in the conversation that I was having with her, I still had this other residue from the other stuff I was doing, and I couldn't be fully present in that conversation with her because of that mental residue, you know? But then when once that was cleared, you know, spatially in this case, then it was like, oh, yeah, of course I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It just, it's just, but there's also emotional, it's not just mental residue. It's not just the brain space and the context of the of the task that you're moving from that sticks with you. If that was a stressful thing or whatever, you know, you're bringing that emotion into the next thing. And that that really drains your it en- drains my energy, you know. Right. It is very draining. It is yeah. very draining. And I look at the days where I end my work day and I'm just a rag, you know, I'm so tired, I cannot think another thought and I just have to sit there and drool and stare out the window for a while. And it's because I've been demanding too much of my brain and a lot of that is because I've been switching from task to task to task too fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's and almost in, as bad as just the so over over hyper focus that we talked about so so many right, episodes ago, right? Right. And I've been paying attention this past week and when I actually take time to reduce the 
residue before I was jumping to the next task, my brain is a lot happier by the when I end the workday. Yeah, and then you're kind of energized by the work and not drained as much by yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what happens when we're multitasking. So then we have to get into, okay, what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Okay. What's well, our first thing we need to do, David? Well, I, because I know you so well, and because I'm looking at your notes, we, we <laughs> no, it, the acceptance. It's because this is a pattern. Anybody who's listened to this show, you know, you have to accept reality, which, by the way, reality. Yeah, that was an episode, that one that we did. Anyway, um, yeah, we just, it's acceptance, right? We have to accept the, the reality that this is not helping us, even though we, yeah. we think we think we can do it. And, and I challenge you listeners, darling listeners, to, to pay attention to that voice in your head that's fighting to multitask, that's justifying that it works for you. I have tried to work with enough people on this who, who won't give it up because they're just convinced it's their friend. Give it two weeks. Pay attention to it and, and work on not doing it and see what shifts, see what happens. But don't fight to have your brain screw you over more than it already does. And can I just say we have to recognize that voice that tells you it's a good idea? Oh, yeah. Is that part of your brain that's like, there's a little dopamine if we do this because it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, interesting. it's interesting. And that's, that's an addict. You got to shut that addict down. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it the, will trick the you. little devil on the cartoon characters on Mickey Mouse's shoulder and the angel on the other. We want to listen to the angel. Yeah. In this case, listening to the devil is bad. Right. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so. No, Dana, we're not. No, stop it. So okay. pay attention. So anyway, just pay attention for a few days. Notice it. See what you notice. And to me, this was what was eye-opening this past week. And this is the kind of work we have to do every once in a while because I've done this before. And then you sort of start oozing back into the multitasking. And, and just pay attention and see. See what's happening. Right. Mm. And and be willing to, to, to accept what you find. <laughs> Yes, be willing yeah. to accept yeah. what you find. All right, David. So what do you think the worst culprits are for you? What are the worst things that pull you off track? You know, um, I, I I have a work situation that involves chat. And it's not Slack, thankfully. But actually, it's kind of worse. It's Google Hangouts. And I, oh, I had God. used Google Hangouts years ago. And it I hated it so much back then that the, the actual literal sound that it makes infuriates me. It just, like, I feel my blood pressure and rage just rise when I hear it. And it can be the nicest message that came in, but that dang notification sound. So um, chat is a big one. So a lot of times, I, I need to leave it on part of the time, but but a lot of times what I do is I, I, I turn off all those notifications, and then maybe once an hour or so, I actively stop what I'm doing and go look and see if there's anything I need to have paid attention to in there. Good. Yeah, and that's exactly the right thing. Yeah, instant messaging is not our friend. It's awful. And phone alerts, email interruptions, social media interruptions, the news dings, the, you know, all of the noises and badges and 
crap that's coming in on and every device you add it makes it even worse oh and every app and every you know what i mean like every reminder every yeah yeah, and you know i'm big on reminders because and alarms because they keep us on track but we've got to use them judiciously gotta have them set for the right time yeah too many is too too many right (laughs) right okay so there's the iding the culprit and then actively protecting your time yeah. So you have blocks of time, swaths of time when you actually can dig into focused work and push to dig into focused work and realizing it's not easy to get into that focus. There is going to be resistance to it. Right. And you just, okay, I can do this for five minutes and then you, and then you're probably fine once you get your brain wrapped around it. Um, so using the do not disturb function and one thing to really work on is having reoccurring meetings with the people that you get interrupted by the most. Yes. You know, if, if you have a team member or an assistant or somebody that you're, they're asking you questions all the time and you're, that interruption is coming through, that is something that a reoccurring meeting is going to be really important. And you train yourself and them that you, you just, you know, batch all of those things into that time slot and then you do it and then that way you're not dealing with the constant back and forth yeah yeah exactly um and then the last thing other than minimizing the distractions shutting down the email all of that and having focused time blocks to get your work done is creating strong personal systems for handling your productivity yes and and this is something, I mean, this is what I do as a coach is help people set up these routine systems so they can get stuff done. Businesses have systems. People need to have systems too. And one of the problems with ADHD is we don't. Right. We're just making it up every day on the fly. So, you know, how do you handle your email? How do you handle the voicemails, the text, the instant messaging, the calendar, the paperwork, the planning your day, running a meeting, all of that stuff, capturing your ideas. How do you handle all that? What is your system for handling all that? So you're, you're, um, you're making it in those in little bubbles and they're not causing you to try and task switch and multitask during your day. Yes. And the, the, the more repetitive those systems are, you know, which by definition systems should be, but you know, the more well-established they become the less energy they take for you to run those systems right so they just become habit you don't you don't have to make the decisions all the time to use them which which is another way that we fatigue ourselves so wow good stuff good stuff i am yeah i feel you know this is this was actually productive for me to even have this conversation with you and i stopped multitasking more than 10 years ago or at least decided to to stop i'm not saying that i don't accidentally you know, you slip know, up now and we're then. We're not going to be perfect. We're humans. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is where we want to be more consistent on the things that help us succeed and help us be more productive and happier. That's what we want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. this is good stuff, Dana. So I appreciate it. What's your this. biggest takeaway today, David, even though you were such an expert on this already? Oh, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think the, the, my takeaway today really is just, um, I'm going to pay more attention to how my current work environment is producing task switching. You know, it's more the passive stuff, right? It's not me doing it as much as it is having it done to me. And it does. And I, and I, I, I continually am frustrated because I'm hitting the end of the day and I'm, I've got more to do than I had time to do. And 
So I'm, I'm, I'm really actively trying to optimize that right now. So I'm going to actually okay. pay attention to the passive, quote unquote, you know, passive multitasking moments that are happening to me and see if I can find a new way to, to shut those down. Excellent. Yeah. I like it. And I can't wait to hear what you decide. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to talking with you about that. And also, we should just mention, so if you're listening to this show today and you're thinking, I want to learn more about that book that Dana mentioned, what I'm going to do is make sure that we have a link to The Myth of Multitasking by Dave Crenshaw in our show notes for today's episode, which means you'll be able to see them in your podcast app. But also, you can find this episode on the web. This is episode 39 so you can find it at kicksomeadhd.com slash 039 on the web. And, and we'd love to hear from you there. You can make comments. You can, you know, sound off, find other episodes, subscribe to email stuff, all that sort of good stuff. You can do that all right there on the web. On the web. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. But don't do that while you're doing something else. No. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Good All right, stuff. David. Yeah. We have got to run. I know I do and you do as well. That's right. So, so we we'll... can have time to clear out the brain residue before our next thing. Yeah, exactly. I got to do that. I'm going to take a walk. It's a beautiful day. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you have a, a nice day, Dana. And you, listener, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, David. Thanks. And go out and kick some ADHD, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.